Sometimes it's hard to get through some of these songs because when you think about the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, leaving his throne and coming down and dying for you and for me. I want you to be honest. There's no right or wrong answer. But how many of you made a New Year's resolution this year? Some of you did. Some of, some of you are like, we don't want to act like them, them, them other folks and go like this. It was me, you know. I saw some of those hands, and some of you are probably down here like this. Well, I'm not going to really, because if he, if he sees that I raise my hand, he'll pick on me. We're going to talk about New Year's resolutions for 2015. And I think I can show you some biblical New Year's resolutions. You know, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do that. But no, that's not what we're talking about this morning. Many of us, in, and I'm, I'm, see if I point at you, I got fingers pointing back at me, right? So this, this works for me too. How many of you have had some rough, stormy weather the last year or two in your lives or your family's lives? Yeah. Hospital stays, sicknesses, death. I remember as a kid growing up, and I hope it still happens, and some of you will think I'm crazy. But when I was a kid, we'd go to Grandma's house out in Wetzel County, out in the middle of nowhere. And trust me, it's nowhere. We went out there Thursday. We went to Amundsen's house, and somebody, Pastor Huckins from Monongah, says you go to the end of the road and then keep going. <laughs> and do you know what happens in West Virginia when you leave Marion County and go into Wetzel County? The snowplow turns around and goes the other way. The roads were perfectly, we went through Mannington, all the way out, and here's a sign that says Wetzel County, and the road was white. And we made it. But when we were kids growing up, during the summertime, they'd say, now stay away from the screen doors. They had the metal screens. When the lightning would start flashing and the thunder, and then all of a sudden it would start raining. And we just thought that was the coolest thing. And We'd sometimes, you know, we weren't real obedient. We'd sneak out on the porch and watch it just pour rain. But those storms were violent sometimes. And that's what we go through sometimes as Christians. We go through some violent storms, but God allows that, doesn't he? Doesn't he? So we're going to look at some New Year's resolutions and how to deal with some of those storms that God sends our way. But before we do that, let's pray. Father, we just thank you for your love for us. Father, we thank you that you did send your son. We thank you for that amazing gift and that love that you had for us. And Father, as we look into your word this morning, I pray that you will just guide us and direct us in this study that 2015 might be a year of growth for each one of us, for our, our body here, Father, for healing physically, spiritually, Father, that we can move forward uh, in doing your will. And I just pray these things in your most precious name. Amen. You know, some of those storms that we endure are personal ones. Sometimes it's involving family. And family sometimes is the hardest ones to deal with. Kids go through stuff. 
you can't be there sometimes. They're too far away. And I think those are some of the hardest things to deal with. As we were visiting with Jerry in the hospital the other day, Jerry's in one of those storms right now. I can tell by, I've spent enough time on monitors and visiting in hospitals. She was having a tough time when we were there the other night. But can we endure this? Can we deal with this? You're going to say, this is really a weird New Year's resolution passage and a sermon, but you got to remember who wrote Psalms. And we're going to go to Psalm 29. It's a very short psalm, but I think it will help us see what we can do in 2015. Verse 1 says, Give unto the Lord, O you mighty ones. O you mighty ones. This psalm is addressed to you and to me. Remember, if I point at you, i got three pointing at me. you got to remember that. Because we are the mighty ones. We're God's children. And it says the mighty ones. If you studied the life of David and the things that he... David was a pretty tough kid, wasn't he? Some of you didn't have enough coffee. David was a tough kid, wasn't he? Yeah, okay. I didn't have any between Sunday school and church, Mark, so I'm still running on the morning coffee. David was tough. And then if you look, David had mighty warriors with him when he became king, didn't he? But it says, give unto the Lord, O you mighty ones. What are we supposed to give to the Lord? Give to the Lord glory and strength. No matter what we go through in this life, we need to give God the glory. Good things, bad things, the tough times, all the glory goes to Him. We don't take it on ourselves. And that word give also can be translated ascribe. If I had uh, Mike's dictionary, oh, it's right there, I could look up give and it would say ascribe. But if I told you to ascribe, you wouldn't know what I'm talking about. But we give God, and in Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 3, it says, For I proclaim the name of the Lord, for I ascribe to His greatness. How many of you were here? When we started with Awana, and we started with the kids, we talked about in the beginning, God. We talked about how big God was. You know, we don't use enough of what's in here. We can't begin to imagine how big God is. We kind of put him in this little picture frame and hang him on a wall sometimes. And I don't like those. Because I don't think you can get a picture frame that's big enough. I think, I closed the windows for y'all, Joe. The sun was coming through there this morning. But if these were open here and we could look out into the heavens, we might be able to imagine... How big God is. We need to give Him the glory and praise that is due His name because He is the one who created everything and keeps us where we should be. It wouldn't be bad. It wouldn't be a bad way to live in 2015 if we proclaimed the name of the Lord. What if when we were 
with people at work, at restaurants, wherever you're at, if we proclaim the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Instead of cowering down and going, well, you know, we can't, we can't do that in public. Why not? We do it in here. Why not do it out there? That'd be, that'd be one, one New Year's resolution is I'm going to make a conscious effort to share Christ with someone this year, this week, next week. Verse 2 of that same chapter says, Give unto the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Or worship the Lord in the beauty of his majesty. What should we be doing when we come together as a body of believers? Praising God. Worshiping. I'm, you got to speak up. I don't hear so well. Praising God. Worshiping. Right? Not worried about the football game. You know, there's a lot of churches. When it, I don't even know when the football game is. I don't even know who's... Do they know yet who's playing in the Super Bowl? Not yet? Okay. See, when you don't have, watch TV, you don't have to worry about that stuff. But there are a lot of churches in the country that will not have church on Sunday night of Super Bowl Sunday. They'll have a Super Bowl party. I've seen churches where they'll actually hook into the TV and they'll project the game on their screens and TV. And if you remember a number of years ago, some actress or whoever it was had a, a mishap with her outfit. We were sitting in a church when that mishap happened, then they were showing it on the screen in church. Is that what we're supposed to do when we come together? No. We're supposed to come together to worship the King of Kings in His holiness or in His majesty is what we're supposed to be doing. So what should we be doing? Proclaiming His name Worshiping Him. What if we? What if we would resolve? Now I'm gonna. I, you don't have to raise your hand, but how many of you have taken on the challenge to read your Bible this year? See, I got them. They raised their hands. <laughs> Told you you didn't have to, but some of you did. See how well they pay attention. What would happen if, as we're spending time in God's Word, we would also resolve to spend time worshiping the Creator of the universe every day? Not just on Sunday, not just on Sunday and Wednesday, but every day of the week, if we spent time worshiping Him. And if you, if you, you like me, I, I mark, and I don't have a problem writing in my Bible. That helps me. You realize, in from verse three to verse nine, it talks. It says the voice of the Lord is mentioned seven times, from verse three to verse nine. The voice of the Lord is over the water. The God of glory thunders. The Lord is over many waters. 
The storms of life often begin with just a few clouds. You know, a little bit will go wrong here, a little bit will go wrong there. And then it seems like the lightning comes, and then it gets more intense. And then it'll calm down. God is in control. And if you think about it, this is a psalm of David. David went through some of those tough storms of life. It says, the voice of the Lord, in verse 4, is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty or inspiring. That word majesty can also be translated into inspiring. How about when we go through those resolve this year, when we go through those storms, to stop and listen to his voice? You ever tried to run ahead of God? See, they didn't raise their hands on this one. I can tell you, you can't run ahead of him because he will put the brakes on. We were running ahead of him last year. Was it just last year? 13. What year was it? 13. We, we had a plan. Sharon and I had this plan all laid out. I, I can still show you my calendar where we had this plan all laid out and all of a sudden it was like hit that door God shut that door and he said I don't think that you've been waiting on me for my timing and he put a stop to our plan we needed to sit back and listen I'm still trying to figure out what 13 and 12 and a half weeks in the hospital what that voice was saying but we had to stop and listen to him Have you ever thought about in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth and the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and God said let there be light. Can you imagine what it would have been like to have been there when he said that? You ever thought about it? Think about this. How, what's the speed of light? 183,000 miles per second. 183,000 miles per second. God said, let there be light. And boom, there was light. Would you want to have been standing there? I think it would be cool, but do we really want to have to have him speak to us that loudly but then when you think about how he spoke and everything into existence but then how about when he talked to Noah God looked down and he said Noah I'm going to destroy this world with water go build me a boat or when he talked to Abraham and he said, take your family. I'm reading Genesis right now. Take your family and go to a land that I will show you. What did they do? They, they did what God told them to do. Can you imagine? 
where you would be today? Think about it. Where would you be, Mark, today if Noah hadn't built that boat? Wouldn't be here. None of us would be here if Noah hadn't done what God told him to do. And if you study Abraham and some of the craziness that went on in that move that he did, he listened to God most of the time. But how about the children of Israel when, when they left Egypt? Oh, brought us out here to die. We need water. Got water. Oh, now we need food. Oh, now we need this. Now we need that. Did they listen? If we're listening, are we also communicating with God? Another resolution is we need to ask God to speak to us each day. I tell you, you need to be reading your Bible every day. Whether you take the challenge to read through it in a year or not, you need to be reading God's Word every day. But before you do, ask Him to speak to you through His Word. I see cool stuff every day. It's been there. Nothing's changed. I just maybe missed it the last time. Or it didn't speak to me because that's not where I was last year. Or the year before. Or the year before. Every day I see something new and fresh in His Word. We need to talk to God. We need to spend time. And we see Jeremiah 10, 13. When He utters his voice there is a multitude of waters in the heavens and he causes the vapors to ascend from the ends of the earth he makes lightning for the rain and he brings wind out of his treasuries hmm. pretty powerful God that we serve when you start going through one of those storms this year just stop listen to him and see what he's trying to teach you do you know does anybody in here know what's going to happen this year in your life we're not sure what's going to happen tomorrow well if you listen to the national weather service they think that they do we look we're new here you know we're not sure about all this white stuff and all this stuff so we, we look at the Weather Channel. You know what I know for a fact? They're not in control and they don't have a clue. At 8 o'clock this morning, it was supposed to be 12 degrees. We walked out of the house, it was 3. Tomorrow, yesterday they said it's supposed to snow tomorrow. Today they say it's going to rain and maybe snow. Who knows? That's right. Now, the Weather Channel hasn't got a clue because they're not listening to the right person. We don't know what God, God's got in store for us this year. I'm praying, and I hope you are, that we will see people come to know Jesus Christ as their Savior through the ministry of Galilean Baptist Church. That we will... You know what? I added two chairs back in. While I was gone last week, somebody took two chairs out. 
You didn't think I'd notice, did you? And I think I know who it is just by the reaction on their face. I put them back this morning. I'm hoping that by the end of the year, we have to put the rows in. We took two rows out. Gave you all more leg room. I'm hoping we have to add those two rows back in by the end of the year. Praying that God will bless the work here. Not because of me, not because of you, but for Him. We need to see people get saved. We need to see the church grow. We need to see healing happen. Verse 5 and verse 6. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. Yes, the Lord splinters the cedars of Lebanon. He makes them also skip like a calf. Lebanon and Syria, like a young wild ox. You know, that's... When I, when I was studying this, I, that's what took me back to the farm in, West, in, in Wetzel County was those storms that would move in and the trees would come down. Y'all probably don't see it because you live here, but there's trees that come down all over the place. Who allows that to happen? You think God tries to get our attention sometimes? Verse 7 says, The voice of the Lord divides the flames of fire. That word divides the flames is like hewn out is the literal. Like, like they would hollow out like a cave, chisel it out or hollow out a log. That hewn out is what it's talking about. Sometimes we need a little bit of shaping, don't we? You think God whittles off some of those rough spots? moves out some of those edges look at David's life you see that he knew that sometimes he was reshaped or being shaped by God verse 8 says the voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness the Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh as the storms move on we look back at what's happened we see how God has been in control no matter what or how rough that storm gets I don't even understand all this stuff that's gone on here but I know that it's been a rough storm rough couple years and I'm praying for healing here for the church this year another Resolve is, are you willing to resolve that this year God will be at the controls of your life? Let Him be in control. Verse 9 says, The voice of the Lord makes the deer give birth and strips the forest bare. And in the temple, everyone says, Glory. In His temple, everyone says, Glory. Are we willing to give him all the glory this year? No matter what he allows us to go through? Because we don't know what we're going to go through. None of us do. But are we willing to give God the glory for whatever it is that we go through? Verse 10 says, The Lord sat enthroned at the flood, and the Lord sits as king forever. Can you imagine? I, y'all, some of you know, I love Noah and the story of Noah's Ark. 
God sat on his throne and he watched Noah build that boat. Ron's a builder. Are you a builder too, Mark? No, just him. You ever thought about what it would take to have built that boat, Ron? That would have been quite a feat. That's why God gave him 120 years to do it. Because he, he couldn't go to Lowe's. He didn't have a skill saw. Well, maybe he did, but I don't think so. And then, when the waters of the deep, the sky opened up and the waters in the deep opened up, God was sitting on the throne watching that storm. But why did that happen? Because God was grieved in his heart that every thought and intent of man's heart was evil continually. But Noah was found to be a righteous man and did what God told him to do. Who's always in control? I'm not. My wife will tell you I'm not. But just in the days of, just like in the days of Noah and the flood, God was in control then. He's in control now. We need to pray for our country. We need to pray for the leaders of our country and all the stuff that's going on, but we know that God's in control. He's the king. We'll always be. We need to give him that praise. Verse 11 says, The Lord will give strength to his people. When we feel down and out and that we can't go any farther, God will give us the strength to do it. And it says, The Lord will bless his people with peace. Where can we draw our strength from? We draw it from the Lord. And we need to just take time to let him talk. So I don't know how many resolutions I gave you for this year, but let's see. We need to proclaim the Lord. We need to spend time daily worshiping Him. We need to take time to speak to Him every day. And we need to let Him be in control of our lives and what goes on. But most of all, we need to just take the time to let him talk to us. Are you willing to do that this year? David, David said in this, this little 11 verses, the voice of the Lord seven times. We need to listen to the voice of our Creator. We're going to take a time for communion I'm going to ask the men to come forward. They went to get him. You going to help us, Mark? Come on. Yeah, you can sit down. Mike's not here.